The Dave Nemo Show and Pod Wheels, powered by Radio Nemo, traveled on-site to Columbus, Ohio for the 2023 National Truck Driving and National Step Van Championships hosted by the American Trucking Associations. This is a special podcast series highlighting the people and happenings of NTDC 2023. Now let's take you to more of our coverage from NTDC 2023. Hey, it's Greg Thompson from Pod Wheels, and it's always fun to talk to the champions coming out of the NTDC event. Lindsay Lawler, the co-host of Dave Nemo Weekends, had an opportunity to catch up with Greg Wilson, who earned the title of Grand Champion at NTDC 2023. Now here's the conversation with Lindsay and Greg. We are about to be blessed and honored with the privilege of talking to Greg Wilson, who's the grand champion. He made UPS history by being the first UPS driver to be named grand champion at the NTDC. Very excited to talk to you. Good morning, Greg. Good morning. Well, we're glad to have you this morning and congratulations. So at the 86th Annual National Truck Driving Championships and National Step Van Driving Championships, it's a tournament exclusively for state-level champions. Greg, who's from Nevada, you were among the competitors going under pressure. Now, from what I kept reading about, it seems like there is some massive pressure behind this, and you've been doing this for a lot of years now. Talk to us a little bit about, before we get into the kind of winning and how that played out, because I know you're on your 14th time there. Talk about the pressures that come into these experiences and how you step into that pressure and try to keep level-headed. Well, first of all, all of us drivers that compete at the state level, we have to go accident-free for one year previous to the competition itself. So that's a little bit of pressure, but it's a good pressure. It makes you focus a lot more on safety and such. And then as far as the state level, you get in the competition and it can be anybody's day. So you're hoping that you have a really good day and you can punch our ticket to nationals. And we have a written test and a skills course and anybody can win at any given time. For me, that's when the pressure starts is at state. And then obviously once you win state, then you go to the national competition and the pressure just gets to be a lot more because there's at least 40 people in each class and they're all the best of the best from all the different states so for me being 14 times i'd never gotten up on stage never been on the runoff so i put a lot of pressure on myself to get there this time i finally got up on stage so it's pretty cool That's very cool. As you're talking, I'm feeling the pressure a little bit. I'm thinking back to high school exams or my driving exam or all those things where I thought I got out of school, wouldn't have to study or be under that pressure again. And here you are doing it. And I love you say that there's the driving course and a written exam, which both those challenges are keys for advancing to the finals. You said you convinced yourself that you would flop the driving course and you had self-doubt about the written exam. What is that like when you find out that you thought you had flunked and it turns out you'd won? That's a hard left turn in a great way. Yeah, it was overwhelming. After I did the driving and the written test, both of mine, I didn't think I did all that great on So I went ahead and did the pre-trip because we had to do that as well. And once I was done with that, then you're free to go walk in the crowd and stuff. So I was walking up to my wife and a friend and they're both smiling. I'm like, yeah, what do you smile about? They're like, you had a really good run. I'm thinking, yeah, whatever. You guys just stand up and nice. And they go, no, you had a really good run. You're like in a tie for third place. So then all of a sudden, sitting in there watching the rest of the class that I go in, hoping to hold my spot. And there was one other driver towards the end. He came out and drove a really, really good score. He was like 65 points ahead of me after his drive. So that's a really, really good lead for him and really hard to surpass. But anyway, just for me, at that point, I was thinking, all right, I got a good chance of being in the top five, which the top five do us another runoff the drive course again, but a different course. 
then you get placed accordingly and it's a cumulative score. So that was on Thursday. I had to wait all the way till Saturday to find out if I made it. And that was probably the worst part is waiting from Thursday until you get called because you're thinking all these things of another drivers that are below you that could have had a really good pre-trip and a really good written test and they could pass you and all these things. <laughs> so it's and kind of mess with your mind a little bit because like I said I hadn't been in that position before so I was hoping to be able to capitalize on it and get to the finals anyways it was overwhelming I still kind of got to pinch myself that it even happened well and speaking it kind of mess with your mind I mean the whole idea of you said you went through a whole contemplation of do I even want to do this anymore do I want to put this pressure on myself all the emotional ups and downs Jim and I talk a lot about the why bother effect a little bit it's like we have these dreams we have these aspirations but then we put so much pressure on ourselves and it's like does anyone even care do I even care anymore but it's like that dangled carrot then you see another tick up another step up another award and you're like man i love this so it's such a pendulum swing constantly back and forth that's very trying mentally isn't it it is it's worth i mean i thought about all that stuff but push comes this year next year i wouldn't win in again i will again one of the best things about this event is the camaraderie and the friendships that you make along the years from all different companies it doesn't really matter what color your shirt is that you wear i got friends from all different companies all across the country that i've made i might not see them except for during the competition and talk to them maybe a couple times a year it's not like this fierce competition it's like a friendly competition everybody gets along and we're all there for one reason trying to be safe for the motor in public so we can have safe roadways and everything and then also it's a good accolade to be able to say you drove safe for the year to be able to qualify. Just a really, really good event. Greg, you mentioned your wife, Denise, a little bit ago and that she had a big smile on her face, told you you did good. You didn't believe her. You thought she was just trying to make you feel good. Talk a little bit about that family support, having your wife there. And has she come every year? Was she getting tired of you not taking the stage? And how excited was she (laughs) for you finally getting up there? She's been there for the last 10 years or so. We've been married for about four. And she's been there ever since. We've been together and she's been great support. She's pretty competitive too herself. So when I don't do well, sometimes she'll ask me like, what are you doing? I want to see you up on stage. I want to see you do better. Because you know, she knows she wants it for herself, but she wants it more for me. She knows that it bothers me and it bugs me when I wasn't doing it. So it gives a little push. And she's very supportive as far as, you know, you can do it. You've been doing it a long time. You drive all the time. So what's the problem? <laughs> but, but, yeah. This year, it was pretty cool just because once I got called up onto the stage for the grand champion part, there's a picture of her. She's standing in front of me looking at me, and I'm just like kind of staring at the stage. I'm thinking it's a dream, and she's sitting there telling me, Greg, you got to get up. You got to go across the stage. And I'm just standing there. <laughs> it seemed like it was a minute or something. But anyway, I finally got up and went there. But she's been great. Like I said, she's been through the disappointment part for me. I don't verbalize a lot to her, but she can tell that I'm like kind of bummed out or whatever. So when this happened, she's very, very happy for me and for us. And it's been a really, really good ride as far as that goes. And all the friends you make along the way and stuff, it it makes it worth it. It's been a great ride, pun intended. You mentioned that it felt like a dream up there. You said you were in the zone and you weren't even nervous at all. You're just comfortable and composed. I love that. I identify with that from being on stage as a performer. You've got to have that confidence and you almost just kind of transcend when you get into a place. Talk a little bit about being in the zone there from a competition and then how you kind of parlay that into the team driver just on the road, both at work and in this competition. How does that transcend both sides of the coin there? 
Well, so the competition part this year, it seemed like everything was very clear, and I didn't really have any issues understanding the problems that they set in front of us. Everything seemed really big because everything's so small, and everything just seemed like really big and easy to see. Everybody has a different approach to the problems that we do, and I did my walkthrough of the course, and it was like, oh, pretty simple as far as in my head, and then the same thing on the runoff. Everything was very clear, and I did it pretty much the way that I had it set in my head. It felt like I really hardly had to do anything as far as when I turned the wheels, like, okay, Oh, I'm right where I want to. Oh, back here. I'll just back up and stop right here. And it's like definitely in the zone. I've never had felt like that before. Getting that over to my team driving, there's some things that you plan on. You plan your route and you plan on where you're going to stop, where you're going to take your breaks and you get to those points. And sometimes if you get to that point, you feel good, feel real good about going farther. You go farther. If not, sometimes you might have to stop a little sooner to take a little rest break or something to keep your focus and everything like that. We get a lot of different weather and traffic situations and stuff out there there and you got to really keep yourself composed know what you're out there for we're out there to get our freight and our items from point a to point b as safely as possible as efficiently as possible and without any incidents or anything we want to keep it all smooth and there's ways that we as drivers can help the traffic as well as far as keeping a good following distance and stuff like that just to make things a little easier for everybody people don't realize that but we have that ability it's really a good thing to be able to do when you're out there my partner is a really good driver as well he's just kind of the same as me we're both pretty mellow and keep our senses about ourselves and just get the job done in a safe manner. Well, on that note, as a team driver, talking about your partner there, and just to touch on the topic from earlier, we mentioned today, we were talking about kind of the balance of how you enjoy yourself while on the road when you're not working, you have those breaks. I know it's a bit different as a team driver, but do you guys have things that either you do separately or together or ways to on your downtimes or on your breaks that you enjoy to pass the time? How do you keep that balance going? Like I said, we're at the team, so we're pretty much going the whole time. So we'll sit yeah. up and talk to each other a little bit after I'm sleeping and I get up to go drive. He'll stay up for an hour or so and just kind of wind down from his day and get ready to go to sleep. And we'll just talk about the day or we'll just sit there and talk about nothing or not even talk at all. Just get ready for our next shift, basically. As far as off the clock, when he goes home for the few days and I go home, we talk a few times just about the next week's schedule and stuff like that. I'm actually having a birthday party tomorrow. So he asked him if he wanted to come over. So maybe he will. We'll see. <laughs> but, oh, nice. Uh, it's kind of fun. We get to talk about each other's families and stuff a little bit. So we talk about that. But as far as when we're on the road, we're pretty much on the road. We don't have a lot of time to go to restaurants and stuff and that kind of thing. But it's a good relationship. Like I said, we both get along real good. And we have a lot of little things in common that we talk about. He's a little younger than I am, probably 15 or 20 years younger. So it's fun for him to be able to pick my brain as far as see how I drive or what I do. And I do the same with him. I always am open to learning anytime. I don't pretend and think I know everything. <laughs> That's when things are not good. But I learn from new guys, old guys, whoever. It doesn't matter. He's doing the same thing. So it's a good relationship. Well, I'd imagine you would have to be a good relationship. I talk a lot about the hang on the road from the people that you're traveling with me when it's my band or crew. You have to mm -hmm. have that camaraderie but then also the comfort to be able to be like, hey, I don't want to talk right now or, hey, I need you to talk to me right now to keep me awake. Are there ever those moments where you're like, hey, I need your help here, brother, I assume? Yeah, we can do that. We try to run our shifts a little shorter than a lot of people. So as far as the needing somebody, talking to them, say, hey, I need you to help keep me awake. That doesn't really happen so much, but it might be implied. If he's sitting there and we got 20 miles left to go before the next stop, we'll just start a conversation. And he probably knows as well as I know sometimes that it's like that's kind of helping get you to the next point. But for the most part, we get pretty good rest. 
That's probably another thing I didn't touch on is when you're a team truck. I've never done team until three years ago, I think. That's one of the key things. You really have to trust your other driver because you're driving down the road asleep while that person's driving down the road driving. And first time I did it, it was weird. It's like you're hitting bumps because the roads out there right now are just not in real good condition. You hit bumps and it's almost like we're flying through the air and then all of a sudden you're landing. (laughs) But then after a while, you just got to figure it out and it's like, oh, it's all good. Then you can sleep. But there's a lot of people say they just couldn't do it for that reason alone is they just couldn't trust somebody else to drive while they're sleeping. Yeah, it's definitely an exercise in trust. Well, first of all, real quick, about to run out of time. Happy birthday. Hope you have a great party. And then finally, to close out real quick, let us know. I'm sure you're glad now you didn't give up, that you continued on. You're now the grand champion. So what's next? What challenge have you yet to accomplish in trucking? Well, I'm applying for America's Road Team presently. So that would be kind of a nice thing as well. So But other than that, what I just did was kind of like a really nice into a career in the next few years. So that was a top thing that could happen, something I never really imagined ever would happen. So it was very cool, very moving, and I'm happy that it happened. (laughs) I did it, and I just feel like anybody else can do it now, too. It's like, if I can do it, anybody can do it. That's true. It's a good reminder to tell everybody to keep on keeping on, because it's always that moment, just when you think that you're going to give up. It's the common denominator all the time. It's that last moment, and then the final push. So congratulations for keeping with it. Love all you're doing out there. Keep in touch. We hope to see you as a grand champion next year again. Thanks for calling in today. Uh-huh. That'd be cool. Thanks, Lindsay. Take care. Thanks for spending part of your day with Pod Wheels, powered by Radio Nemo's coverage of NTDC 2023. Check back with us on podwheels.com for more of our podcast features as we work to take you inside the championship event. You can also keep up with all the episodes of this special event series by subscribing to this podcast. Just search National Truck Driving Championships and hit subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.